Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Hey, y'all, welcome to Real Walk. I hope y'all are having the best week ever. Since we've been talking about our purpose in this life, it got me to thinking about how the Lord uses different situations and um, just circumstances in our life to show different purposes, to show His glory, and to just make Himself known to us. So today's going to be a little bit different. I've got a little story I want to tell you. It's a true story, I promise, that happened to me, and um, I think you, I think you'll enjoy it. So let's just get started. Um, a year ago, exactly Sunday, May first. Randy and I both um, were baptized. We both felt like for about a year or so that the Lord was leading us to be baptized again. Now, we were both saved when we were younger, but this was just a commitment, a very serious commitment to our church and to the Lord, first and foremost, uh, but to our community that, you know, that we were going to serve, serve the Lord to the fullest of our ability for the rest of our days. And, um, we haven't regretted it one bit. It's just, it's been an amazing journey. So that happened on Sunday, like I said, May 1st. Then on Monday, the next day, it was a beautiful day. We got outside. We were working in the flower beds. I can't talk today. We were working in the flower beds and um, I had some little cotton gloves on and I had my hand down in a real deep um, flower pot and I had no more gotten it out of my mouth and said, be just about like a snake to come along. And I'm telling you, there it was. It was like I spoke it into existence. I'm joking. But um, actually, a snake just went right through my fingers with those gloves on. And um, I went running, screaming, hollering, you know, uh, just kind of went crazy there for a few minutes. But uh, that really happened. So then, um, needless to say, I didn't get back in the flower bed much more the rest of that last summer. That was on Monday. So then that exact same week, which would have been Thursday, I had to leave and go into town. And as I was driving out of our driveway, right in front of our yard, over on the left-hand side of the road, (laughs) y'all, there was a snake. It was so big. Well, there's nothing coming towards me. So I went over into the other lane on our road, right in front of our house, and attempted to run over this snake. And I looked in my rearview mirror, and he was still moving. And so I backed up. I felt my tires hit him and ran over him again. And I looked, and he was still squirming, trying to get across the road. He was trying to make his way across the road. So I pulled forward. He was still alive. I backed up, pulled forward. Y'all, I promise, I think I did this 10 or 12 times. And that huge snake kept going across the road until he finally got over to the other side, the right side of the road. And I whirled my vehicle around. I ran back to the house and went in screaming and hollering again, Randy, there's a snake. He came and got a hoe. By that time, the snake had gotten even down into the grass, almost into the ditch. But we ended up killing the snake. He did. He ended up killing the snake. And y'all, it was huge. It was huge. And um, I asked Randy, I said, um, 
what what kind of snake is this? And he said, well, don't you see the rattles right there? Y'all, it was a rattlesnake. And I don't know how this, I, I took pictures of it. And I don't know how to describe how big it was, but y'all, it was huge. It was humongous. And um, I didn't think a whole lot about it that day. I think it was like maybe a couple days later. I was like, I, I don't ever see snakes around here. We've lived here forever. I don't think I've ever seen, seen a snake and two in less than like four days, I've seen, I've had an encounter with two different snakes. And I was, I just, you know, it was kind of weird a little bit. So um, I didn't think a whole lot about it. And then two weeks later, it was about 10, 12 days later, I'm going to town again. <laughs> and this time it was a little on further down from the front of our house. It was more like in front of our neighbor's house. Exact, almost exact same area of the road. If you thought that last snake was big, this snake was unreal. But here's the deal. I didn't see this one. I didn't even see it in the road. It was in the middle of the road. And I ran over it. And I was like, oh, no. I have run over a two-by-four or a big, huge log or a big limb or something. I've torn up my car, you know. And so I looked in my rearview mirror and I was like, oh my gosh, that's a snake. So I backed up and I I did kill this one. I actually did kill this one. And I just I just sat there in my car looking at it because I could not believe how big this thing was. Um our neighbors came out and I remember um I remember him saying, wow, <laughs> the only other place I see snakes this big is in a zoo. That's how big it was. So uh, my niece, Lisa, was going to work that day, and there I was sitting there in the road. And when she came by, she said, did you just kill this? And I said, I did. And we were talking you know, about how big it is. And I was saying, this is just, this is insane. You know, this thing is so big. It's really got me scared to even go out in my yard. And she looked at me and she said, but Cindy, it's dead. You killed it. It's dead. And that just really, really spoke to my heart. So I had already been thinking the first snake, the second snake was really kind of weird. So now I'm really like, okay, Lord, I know you don't waste anything. So is there something you're trying to tell me about seeing these snakes like we were baptized and then all of this started happening, seems like? So I went to four different women that I trust and told them this. And all four women at four different times said, absolutely, the Lord's trying to, you know, there's something he wants to show you. There's something that he's trying to tell you. Get along with him, pray, and ask him. He might, but then again, he might not. Uh, let you know what he means by this. So I started praying. I started praying, Lord, I, I want to know. I want to know what you're trying to tell me about these encounters with these snakes I've had. Um, this is just, this is weird. This is just, God, this is just something else. And I mean, I, every day I was just praying, asking the Lord just to reveal to me what this meant. And honestly, y'all, I prayed hard about this for eight or nine days. And after about eight or nine days, I was like, okay, Lord, if you, if you don't want me to know, then that's okay. When you're, or if you're ready, you know, whenever you're ready for me to know, then I'll receive it. But, um, 
I'm, I'm not going to pray about this anymore. I'm, I'd, I'd love to know, but I'm just going to lay this on the shelf for a while. And so a couple more weeks passed by, and it was around the 1st of June or so, and it was getting time to, it's getting really, really close to launching this podcast, Real Walk. And um, I had to go out of town to Rebecca's to finalize, you know, the final recordings and just lots of social media work. And so I got there to her house. And like I said, I was super, super, super busy, you know, with lots of work on my phone, lots of phone calls. And um, the first day I passed that I had been there, it was like later in the afternoon, I was like, mm, I haven't spent any time with the Lord. And I thought, not only that, but I haven't even, I haven't read my Bible. But I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I will later. When I get ready to go to bed, I will, you know, at the end of the evening. It's still starting my day, then I'll end my day. Well, the day ended, and I'm being honest. I had not been alone. I had not been still with the Lord at all. And I felt bad, but I thought, you know what? In the morning, I will have a great morning, get me a cup of coffee, and I will just, I will just spend some sweet time with the Lord. Well, that next morning, the day we launched, if I thought the day before had been busier, no. That next day, that Tuesday that we launched was absolutely unreal. And there was no time. There were deadlines that had to be met. There was no time to stop and slow down. I had things I had to do. And so it came, I looked up and it was noon. It was lunch. And Rebecca said, okay, well, let's meet for lunch. I swung by and picked Rebecca up for lunch. We talked about, you know, some more details of what needed to be done. And before we knew it, it was time for her to be back at work. So as I was dropping her off, I realized I didn't have my phone. Well, we looked for a quick second in the car, and I decided that it must be where we'd eaten lunch. So I said, I'll go back there and I'll get it. And we both discussed how we thought I had it when we left the restaurant, Um, But anyway, I went back there. I looked everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And I decided, well, it has to be in the car. Y'all, it wasn't in the car. I mean, I, I could not find it. I went back and forth, back and forth, looking probably for at least 45 minutes. And I, I just, I absolutely could not find it. I was, I was pretty frantic. Here I am, uh, in a city where I know no one. And I don't have a phone. So I went to a convenience store. I borrowed their phone. And I called Rebecca and I said, hey, look, I just want you to know I can't find my phone. And I said, but, you know, I'm okay. I want you to know I'm okay. And she said, okay, we'll, you know, it's going to turn up. We'll find it. Well, I go back to her apartment. And I walk in that apartment. (laughs) And it hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Lord, you don't want me to have my phone. I get it. You don't want me to have my phone. And I began to cry. And I just started walking through that apartment. And I just started praying. Um, I repented. I told the Lord how sorry that I was. And I hated that he literally had to take my phone away from me, for me to spend time with him. But I spent some sweet time like I said, repenting and just praising and worshiping the Lord and just spending some sweet time with Him. And then I thought, this would be a good time to go get in the 
to go get in the Word. And I'd never, ever seen Rebecca's Bible laying on her table, but I looked down and there was her Bible right there. So I picked that Bible up and I just kind of walked around with it and prayed. And I said, Lord, I'm just going to open this Bible up and whatever you want to show me, whatever you want me to know, just make it known to me, Lord. Just make it known. Just give me a word, Lord, something I can hold on to. And so I did just that. I took that Bible and I just let it open. And it opened up to Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Red letters, by the way. And I want to read that for you. It says, listen, I gave you power to walk on snakes and scorpions. I gave you more power than the enemy has. Nothing will hurt you. <laughs> I had my answer, y'all. <laughs> but I, I, was, I was floored. I was absolutely floored. I don't know really why I was, but I had my answer. And my answer is that, y'all, the enemy may come after us, but we don't have to be afraid of him. We, we don't have to give in to temptation. We don't have to give in to that sin. Y'all, we have the power of the Holy Spirit if we're truly saved. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us, and the enemy cannot harm us. The other lesson that I learned from that is that, y'all, it may seem crazy that the Lord used a snake or multiple snakes <laughs> to get my attention, but it just proves to me that when we are really, really seeking the Lord, when we are looking for Him, we're going to find Him. Whatever we're looking for, we're going to find. That just happened to be a time in my life where I was where I was truly and am truly seeking the Lord and looking for Him. And what's so sad is there's been so many times in my life that I look back on and I'm like, Lord, were you trying to show me something at a particular time in my past? But I wasn't seeking you with my whole heart. Y'all, he's always speaking, but what are we paying attention to? Let's remember, y'all, that the Lord doesn't waste anything. He uses everything, everything um, to show himself to us. Okay, so back to this story. It's not finished. Um, I'd like to tell you that it is, but it's not. Uh, so later on, a few months after that, I was to meet a family member at their house, and I got there before they did. And I got a text, and they said, hey, it's going to be a little bit before I can meet. And um, I said, hey, that's okay. I'll just sit right here. And so I sat down and on the on the porch, and I thought, I'll just sit here and look through Facebook. And um, all of a sudden, it hit me. Why do I want to look through Facebook? So um, I thought, I'll, I'll just I'll go pray. So like I said, it was a family member. And I just went on in the house. And y'all, I walked through the house. And I started praying. And I started asking the Lord to bless. I asked the Lord to um, watch over and take care of the people living in this home. 
and um, just to do great and mighty things. I probably spent seven or eight minutes in there praying really hard. And then I came back outside, picked up my picked up my phone, and uh, went to go get in my truck and leave. And I I heard the Lord say in my in my spirit, in my heart, I heard the Lord say, "Go back in and pray again." And I think I audibly said, "I just finished praying, Lord." <laughs> And I felt him say, but I said, go back in and pray again. And I was like, what am I supposed to say? He said, okay, this time, tell Satan to get out. I said, okay. And y'all know that I'm not talking about audibly, I could hear the Lord speaking. It was something that he was laying on my heart. I could feel it in in my spirit, in my mind. And so anyway, I go back in. And if y'all think I prayed hard the first time, I went back in that house <laughs> and I just put Satan in his place. I said, you get out of here. You have no room in here. I rebuke you. Um, you just get away. You don't have a, you don't have a place in here, not even in a corner. And um, I remember I even got up in the shower <laughs> and I said, get out of here, Satan. And I mean that I mean business. So then I went back out to my truck, and I had a text saying for me just to go back home. So I left, and I got to my house, and I went in into my kitchen, and I remembered there was something in my truck that I had forgotten that I needed to go back out and get. It had only been I had only been in my house maybe two minutes, and I am telling you all the honest truth. This is a true story. This happened to me. When I stepped off of my back doorstep within maybe two inches of my right foot, there was a snake right on the top step of my back porch. Man, y'all, when we go after God, when we really go after Him, and when we rebuke Satan, Y'all, the Lord shows up. And like I said earlier, we don't have to give in to the enemy. We don't have to. We don't have to give in to sin. We are not just sinners saved by grace. No, we live in the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we have that power in us, y'all, we can do anything and we can overcome and conquer anything. So let me ask you this. What's the Lord trying to show you? He, he speaks to us in many different ways. I mean, he used a burning bush to speak to Moses. He'll use anything, y'all, even, even snakes. Uh, he uses his word to speak to us. And that's why I'm so passionate about us digging into it. Um, he uses prayer. He uses our life experiences and even other people. All we have to do is open our eyes and seek Him first. And y'all, we have to be in tune with Him. We have to be walking with the Lord, not just knowing about Him like we've talked about in the past, but knowing Him, knowing His character, knowing His heart, knowing Him intimately. Y'all, let's let's go after God and seek Him with our whole heart, um, so that when something happens, we can say, 
okay, God, what are you trying to tell me in this? Because remember, he doesn't waste anything, and he uses everything to point us to him. So y'all, I've told this story to a few close friends, and every time I tell this story, the very first question I always get is, well, did you find your phone? (laughs) So let me just tell y'all, I did find my phone. In fact, within a couple of hours later that day, it was in the car the entire time. It was in the side pocket of the door. It it was on its side, and I, I couldn't see it. And when I reached in there, I didn't feel it. But it was there the whole entire time. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this story. And I hope it'll help you in your walk with the Lord. Uh, one more quick note. I have a treat coming up in the next few days. And I don't want to give it away. But just be on the lookout. I love y'all a whole bunch. See you soon. has been helpful to you, I'd love for you to leave a comment below and subscribe to this channel. That way you never miss an episode. And this also helps other people find us.